The following program is an exclusive Disruption Networks production. So you just bought your dream home, and now it's time to move. Let's face it, nobody likes to move. All the packing, unpacking, lifting, upstairs, downstairs, and broken everything, including your back. Let the professionals at EJA Moving Company take all the stress and pain out of your move. Competitively priced moving. Relocation services, office moves, and complete packing and unpacking services. They work with everybody to make it simple and easy for you to move and relocate. Call EJA Moving Company at 315-335-0516. When it's time to relocate, have EJA Moving do all the work for you. Hit them up online, ejamoving.com. Hey, Disruption Network. This is Mike Sacco, the general manager at Nye Volkswagen of Rome. If you don't know me by name, it's only because you have not received the best deal. There's only one reason to leave Utica, and that's to come see me in Rome and get the best deal on your next new, pre-owned, or certified VW. Mention that you heard this ad from Disruption Network and receive $250 off your next vehicle purchase. You'll know why our customers say, I love my Nye VW. Come see us at 5865 Rome Taberg Road in Rome or visit us online at nivwofrome.com. The Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley was born when three top producing agents with over 25 years of combined experience selling real estate joined forces to take real estate to the next level. We practice with honesty, integrity, and the knowledge to help make the buying and selling process easy and stress-free for all of our clients. We pledge to always make our clients our top priority from start to finish and even after the house is closed. We will always be a valued resource for information and assistance for our buyers and sellers. Our customers over the years have become not only past clients, but great friends. As we join hands together as the Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley, we look forward to serving our clients and our community and making a positive difference. You can reach us at 315-601-9630 for all of your real estate needs. The Disruption Network is making moves. For upcoming events, news, interviews, and new daily programming, keep in the loop with us at disruptionnetwork.net. Like, follow, and subscribe to all our social media. And check out all our podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Get up on the D, disruptionnetwork.net. Can you hear me? Can you see me? Can you hear me? Can you see me? Ah, there's that faccia. Dude, faccia brutta. Faccia brutta. Hey, what do you hear? What do you say? This is Big D. Matero. You are listening to EC Radio. Welcome to EC Radio Podcast. We would like to thank all of our sponsors for joining the Disruption team, and we hope that you will support all of our sponsors. And of course, we appreciate you listening to this program. Broadcasting high above the Todd Williams Broadcasting Complex in the Apple Box Video Studios. It's EC Radio. What up, everybody? I am wired on Utica Coffee today, people. (laughs) Wired right up, man. I love it. Love it. It is me, Z. How are you, people? Tuesday. Is today Tuesday? No, it's Wednesday. Wednesday. See, Wednesday, I never yeah. know what day it is. Yeah, me neither. Never know what day it is. I don't even care anymore. Don't even care. It doesn't matter. Every day's Friday to me. JP Miller joining me today. What's my, up? my buddy, compadre, podcast host yourself. Yeah. Yeah, we got to get you back going again, man. Yeah, I've been just so busy. 
Yeah. So well, busy. It's like, it, I don't know how you do this on a daily basis. And you, still work two other jobs. It, dude, it's amazing. <laughs> I love it, though. It really is. I love it. it it's awesome to have the control, though. This is what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? Hell so I'm yeah. going to keep grinding and grinding and grinding. Yeah, you, you'll make it someday. You are the next Joe Rogan. I don't know about all that. <laughs> but before we get into our conversation, I got to give some love and respect out to my friends from Utica Coffee. We were hanging out with them today, and uh, we scored a new sponsorship with Utica Coffee. So big ups to Heather and Frank and thank you so much for believing in the D. We got a whole bunch of coffee, so I'm going to be talking motor mouth for the next probably two hours. Awesome. I'm going to give a shout out to uh, the Serenade. And that's our other sponsor, too. <laughs> We're surrounded by all the Utica delicious drinks. It's, they're great. The that's why. Yeah. They really are. But Utica Coffee makes some of the best coffee in the world. No doubt. Like, seriously. And you can smell them from like four blocks away. No doubt. They pump that the, the smoke out the back. Yeah, I yeah. Said, what is that? And then I realized it was the, the Utica Brewery or the Utica Coffee Roasters. That smells so good. It's so good. And then you walk a couple blocks up the street and you smell all the hops being brewed at the Saranac Brewery. Yep. It's like, what a, what a great little hub. Utica's awesome. It, it really Isn't is, it? man. Yeah. It's, and it's growing and things are happening and they're building like... They're building stuff. And right. They're making high apartments, uh, high-rise apartments and stuff like that. And, yep. uh, loft apartments, I should say. Right. Excuse me. Yeah, loft the, those lofts off of, uh, what is it? It's uh, off the arterial there? Broad Street. I, I hear those are, are on Broad Street. Well, there's the ones on Broad Street. Yeah, but they got the ones that were, the, what is it, the Burdick building there. Oh, yes. Dude, those are gorgeous inside. I saw pictures, but they're big bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, but they're filled. Yeah, they're they're filled. People are doing their thing, man. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. cool. Things are growing in Utica. It's no good. Doubt. Big ups one more time to my friends over at Utica Coffee. Go check them out. They do. They got the little K cups now too. Yeah, I saw that. So you can have. Mm -hmm. uh, you ever try the Jamaican me crazy? Mm -mm. It's really good. I gotta get some. It, it's really good. So oh. Jamaican me crazy. It's got. It's a little more sweeter. Yeah, you know what? They're great Christmas presents too. No doubt. That's an awesome thing because when you always say I, I don't know what to get someone for Christmas, go hit up the the Utica Coffee Roasters and hook people up yeah the know? perfect stocking stuffer absolutely for your loved ones absolutely. for your coffee drinker and it won't in the break family. your bank either no right you know what i mean exactly what kind of coffee you drink black black straight up <laughs> straight up That's black how you take it? yeah you know why i was in the car business for a long time were you yeah um and uh too many people spit in your coffee when you send them out for coffee you know you cover it up with everything so i should just give it to me black so if there's a loogie floating i'll know <laughs> do, you, do you have a preference of the style of coffee no 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 whatever it, it doesn't matter I, I don't really i'm not really finicky about anything that i eat except for vegan food i hate it chuck no, full of nuts you'll you'll go after that too yeah 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 <laughs> it's like my grandmother's coffee chuck full of nuts <laughs> you know remember that in, yeah. the, in the yellow can yeah I'll, you know, just not the stuff that they were drinking on that Austin Powers movie. Remember that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> oh, man. But speaking of things going on in Utica, man, mm. you've been quite busy yourself doing things in Utica. Yes, sir. There's been some movie productions There's been, in the area. It, well, Central New York right now is thriving with feature films and all sorts of stuff going on. And... Anybody that knows me that's watched any of my YouTube or uh, Facebook videos knows that I'm not a fan of uh, Andrew Cuomo, but I will give credit where credit is deserved. Andrew Cuomo is offering ginormous tax breaks to production companies to film here in upstate New York, and people are taking him up on the offer, and it's good for any kind of local actors like myself or anybody that wants to get involved to get an opportunity and not have to go to either Manhattan or L.A. That's incredible. And it, right now, there's there's a major one in town right now, but there there, there's been other ones before that one came, yes. came rolling through. Yes. And you were involved with a few of them. A Talk about these. a few of those. Okay. Um, well, um, 
I really got into the I, I I'm like you. I'm a podcaster, radio DJ, stuff like that. But I got into um a voiceover for just I just out of curiosity someone's like you should try this you have an, a, a strange voice that's how it was put and i was like you think they would like that and they're like yeah because nobody really sounds like you so i auditioned for a main role and i didn't get it and then like weeks later they went by and they're it's this uh it's a podcast drama and they would like to animate this it's like based in the future and you know um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just a really cool futuristic, uh, science, science fiction type of concept. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, uh, so I got a call back. They said, listen, um, we're, we're going to go a different route for Cass, who was the main star of this. Um, so, uh, I said, okay, well, uh, that means I didn't get the job. They're like, well, would you be interested in playing the town drunk? <laughs> I said, absolutely, I'll do that. So I went out to uh, Syracuse. What and kind of preparation did you do for that role? You know what? I was. They, they said, they're like, you could drink. We don't care. But I would have forgot my lines. So, <laughs> But with um, voiceover stuff, you have your script in front of you, so it doesn't really matter anyways. You're reading. But I did, uh, you know, I was uh, Benny the town drunk, and that was awesome. Uh, so then I, I just said, you know what, I, I, I got involved with searching and found the Loomis Gang documentary that's mm-hmm. being brought up. And that is so cool. That's been in production for a while, it's right? It's been in production, yeah, I believe like two years, and it's not going to come out till next year either. Okay. It's an independent um, local people, Andy uh, Wolf and uh, Lori Wolf. And Andy's the producer and director. Amazing people. And just the idea behind it to do something based on the Loomis gang in upstate New York is just so cool because they were gangster before there was gangster. You know, people didn't mess with those Loomises. Legendary family up here. Yeah. Legendary. Yeah, it was so cool just to hear the history. So now I got books on it and stuff. So I'm reading up on it and like, like, like Wash Loomis, like one of the, the leaders of the gang there, they hung him like three times. What? They, they couldn't get the job done. They kept hanging him. Yeah. And, and finally, they all in him, one night. Yeah, or <laughs> and they caught him down. Eventually, they're like, we're, "We can't get it done," so they cut him down. And uh, yeah, I mean, I could be wrong on the whole story because I'm not up to par with all the history, but just I know they hung him three times. <laughs> <laughs> He's a badass, right? Wow. Yeah. Now, where did they hang him? Like in the town of Madison or something? Well, or? yeah, we we shot um, off of a nine mile swamp, which is in um, Waterville. Waterville. Yeah, and so, that's where they. Loomis gang was running That's around they, Deansboro, yeah. Water, oh, we Waterville. We shot on location, yeah. Madison County, all it, that it, area. It was cold. Um, it, we were on top of like a big mountain hill, and we were having like a family picnic that day when I shot, and it was cold. But it was cool because uh, wardrobe was awesome. Uh, you know, yeah, I saw some pictures you were posting on Facebook. Yeah. It's like the old school Western style. Yeah, yeah, because they didn't have like Western cowboy hats around here. Um, so they used the bowler hats, like the Charlie Chaplin hats. Okay. Those were the pork pie hats and whatnot. So um, we basically, they, they asked us if we could bring our own wardrobe, it would be helpful. But like basically they had like collared shirts like this without the collar. And I tried to, you know, have one. So it just was a mess. So I just contacted Lori. I said, this is not going to happen. She goes, what's your size? And I told her, and she's like, I got some gear for you. So I went up there and they dressed me. And that was a real fun shoot. I had my handlebar mustache at the time. <laughs> I grew that out. And I was going to go back and uh, shoot with them uh, when I was shooting another film. But uh, I shaved my mustache the minute I got home because it was driving me nuts. So I was like, I don't have my mustache, and I have an opportunity to this, do this other film. So I, I did this other film, which was something also unbelievable that we could talk about, too. I don't know the name of the producer, but uh, the production company is called American High. 
and uh, this this dude bought a middle school in in Liverpool. Really? Yeah. And basically, he bought it for the whole concept of bringing back like the whole Breakfast Club Brat Pack type of high school theme. And he's doing nothing but buying scripts and shooting movies in this school now. Wow. Yes. So they, uh, um, Joey Braggs is in this film called uh, uh, Sit Is Dead. And uh, Joey Braggs and Tyler Alvarez, who Tyler's been in a, a lot of Netflix films. Joey Braggs, I believe he's a Disney actor, but he's a, they're younger kids. And um, I don't, the, the concept of this movie is really cool because they, they told us about this. So I'm pretty sure I could talk about it since they told us all about it. It's a wrap. Yeah, it's been wrapped. <laughs> it's so been wrapped. yes, because you signed this confidentiality thing when you uh, when you first uh, do this stuff, so you can't talk about it. It's kind of like a gag on you. But uh, basically, this film's about uh, this kid uh, who was getting like kind of bullied in school, and uh, his bully, you know, beat him up or whatever, and it got suspended. The bully told him, he said, "Listen." When I come back to school, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> Not beat you up. I'm going to fucking kill you. So this kid does this bucket list thing where he's got to go, you know, he's going to go and join the hockey team and he scores the winning goal and he ends up like uh, making out with the bully's girlfriend and this. It's just a funny comedy movie, but it was just, it was an amazing experience on that one. And that was all shot at the school? That was shot right in Liverpool. Yep. Yep. There was, uh, man, there, there's hundreds of people on set that day. I played a teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, which, where, where do they get these from? Like in the extras pool or something like that? Where do they get all these Most people, people have a, uh, some sort of an agent. Yeah. Um, a casting agent. So pretty much everybody in that crowd that day has an agent that they were working with to yep. get them on that set. To get them on the set. Copy. Yep. So that's what I did. Um, and uh, I was uh, I was fortunate with that because uh, I got my first uh, pink slip, uh, union pink slip. If you get three union pink slips, um, you're SAG eligible, Screen Actors Guild. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I have seven of them now. So right now it's a really weird situation for me because if you hit 12, then you're mandatory you have to join the Screen Actors Guild. I don't want to be in the Screen Actors Guild because the roles that I would be competing for at this point, I don't have a good enough reel and whatnot. So I don't think that I would when, you know, be able to score any of these amazing roles. So what I'm trying to do is uh, independence, mm-hmm. do, do some indies and uh, get a lot of good speaking roles and hopefully win some awards. I just did one out at uh, RIT. What was it? Sunday? Yeah, Sunday I went out there and I, and I did one. Busy, bro. Dude, that was fun. That was real fun. Um, but um, I'm starting to realize that if you're good at something, don't do it for free. So, uh, <laughs> so all the stuff that I'm looking up at this point, I, I just see if it's paid or not. But with the, uh, uh, Sid, uh, Sid is dead. That was all union pay. Oh, cool. So it was, it was big time money to just to be there. I mean, if you show up, you get 180 bucks and then once you're, uh, hit that 10 hour mark, you're getting paid and all, everything always lasts 14 hours. Yeah. Right. So it's a lot of waiting around. I was an extra, I, I did the extra thing for a minute. I was in casino. Well, oh, yeah? I wasn't in Casino, but I was an extra in Casino Yeah, when I lived in Las Vegas and Showgirls, the movie Showgirls yep. with Elizabeth Berkeley. It, yeah, it's fun, right? They feed you. And you, you sit around and you wait, ar- wait around to do nothing, pretty much. And that's what it was. Casino was cool. I got to drive like these old boats. Yeah. Like an old school Oldsmobile. Right. And just kind of go up and down the now old you didn't landmark. have an agent? How'd you get in? Was it just like a little... It was just a thing in the newspaper. I called in and, you know, they said I looked Italian enough, <laughs> which I did awesome. at the time. And and. There I was in casino. You can't really see me in any of the scenes, which is unfortunate, but it was still cool. I still got my stubs from Universal yeah. and all that. It's right. pretty cool, pretty monumental. But, yeah, there's a lot of sitting around, waiting around, eating breakfast burritos. Eating, eating everything. <laughs> there's just food all over the place. Yeah. You know, all day long, they're like, here, eat this, eat this. Mm-hmm. So then um, 
the mental state they shot. Now the mental state is something else. Completely different movie. Well, so wait, you just named off. This is going to be your <laughs> third movie that you named off that you've been involved with, and then there's the other one that we're not allowed to talk about. Yeah. Is yeah. there more than that? Yeah, there's more. Oh, there is. Right, <laughs> talk about the mental. state. Well, the state. mental state was cool. Um, um, one of my favorite heroes, or, you know, Michael Gladys. I don't know if you know who he is. He's from Mad Men. If you've seen him, you'd be like, oh, I know who he is. He's one of those actors that, like, most people are like, don't know the name. But as soon as you see him, you're like, I know that dude. So I was really excited to uh, meet Michael Gladys, and he was he was a sweetheart, just a real nice dude. Um, but that was shot in Kirkville, not Kirkland, Kirkville, which is out by Syracuse. Yeah, Kirkville Road. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, right off six ninety. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So no it, it was at a, it was at a church. Um, so I was there on set for like five days, which was really cool because that's how I became SAG eligible. So. Um, that was really awesome to get those pink slips out of the way in case I something huge pops up that you have to be Screen Actors Guild, pay the three grand, join the union, and just get into it. But that was a really I, – I, the camera loved me in that movie for some reason. I got lucky, and um, I, got, I have a scene. Uh, I'm not speaking, but um, do you know who Alyssa Sutherland is? Sounds familiar. She's a supermodel. She's from uh, the show Vikings. She was Travis, Travis Fimmel's wife in that, in that show. Okay. Um, so I, I have a, a really good close-up scene with her as a police officer, like taking a report on me. That's another movie where they're being real hush hush about it. They won't give you the storyline or anything like that. So you're there. You're like, what the hell are they talking about? You know what I mean? And we had to do. A, we shot a scene up at Sylvan Beach, and it was at nighttime. Um, there was a carnival scene at nighttime, and this. It's, so right on the midway. Oh yeah. Oh cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you have to uh it's supposed to take place in Kentucky. Did they have the rides running and everything? No. 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 Because those rides have been there since like nineteen thirty two. Yeah. And they haven't been maintenance since. Yeah, it looks like <laughs> it. It looks like you know the shooter game where you shoot the piano guy in the ass yeah, and yeah. plays the piano? Yeah, they were they were shooting around that. Um and I was a completely different character in that scene, but the money was right, so I said, Yeah, I'll go do it then. But it was it's supposed to be taking place in Kentucky, so it's supposed to be like sixty five, seventy degrees. And it was fucking 37 degrees out, dude. <laughs> we got our sleeves rolled up and stuff like that. I says, this is insane that, you know, that that's what acting is. Acting is hmm, pretending like you're all like uh, warm and shit, but you're freezing your ass off. So no doubt. Yeah. Did they have to edit out your breath? I don't know how you, that worked. Well, you know what? They probably could see your breath, right? Well, you know those little propane heaters? They're mm -hmm. everywhere. So they're trying to heat an outdoor area, too. <laughs> and it's, it was it was insane. I was it was so cold. But uh, that was a good deal because that was also union pay, and uh, we were there for like four hours. Oh, wow. So you got top dollar to be there for four hours, and I was like, sweet. Now, what did you do in that one? That I was a, uh, a carny. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Right I was like background, background, background. But in the beginning part of the movie, like you, the coolest part is when the mental state comes out, check it out. And I'm trust, trust me, ladies and gentlemen, you're not going to have to watch long, which is what I'm like always like, oh, we're going to have to watch the whole movie just to like look for myself while I'm in the opening scene. Really? I'm like I'm sandwiched between all the main actors. So there's like a, a Pew um, and uh, what is it? Uh, Alison Thornton, who's this really cute uh, Canadian chick, and I owe her a Herkimer diamond. I told her I'd bring her one. <laughs> but yeah. making your little side deals. Yeah, yeah. So she's in front of me, and then like Michael Gladys and um, um, the, all the rest of them are, are behind me. So the camera shoots like through me, and then we got it's like a, a gospel church. So everyone's like, "Hallelujah, praise the Lord!" Oh, we had a great time filming that set. That was so much fun. That's super cool. When's the yeah. release date on that? That one is probably going to be uh, fall of nineteen. 
Um, Sid is dead is not is to be announced. Don't know. Uh, and then the Loomis gang. Loomis be gang. Right they right. said probably the end of the summer, which I hope so. Because of that, that of of nineteen. 19. Which I, that's that's the one that I'm really looking forward to because I always love like History Channel type me of documentaries. Too, man. Me too. Yeah. So I get pumped about watching that. I don't even care about even seeing myself on that. I just want to watch the story of mm-hmm. it. You know. Well, you'll be in that one. Yeah. We know you're going to be in that one. Yeah. And that story is so fascinating. Wicked. And just because it's so gangster, like you mentioned earlier, we're we're talking about the Loomis gang again. Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, Jay Stevens chimed in and he says he's been to the Loomis gang house in Waterville and the sheriff used to live in my wife's old house. Wow, very cool. That's wicked cool. Is it like a historic the preservation, whole, the, the, the house? I, I, a lot of those houses are like historically preserved, I believe. Really? Yeah. And are you using the actual houses that they I was, lived in? I was on a mountaintop scene, like a picnic okay. out there and they brought this the, this uh, local band. I don't remember the name of them. But it was the like, Old Maine. Is that who those guys mm-hmm. were? You know or, no, or was it uh, Remsen Social Club? I don't know. Three dudes. Uh, yeah, one of them one had of a big base. And, yeah, yeah. I, I saw the pictures. Maybe it was Remsen Social Club. Dude, they were awesome. The you know, it's the, it was cold out, middle of nowhere, and they're up there jamming on this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a lot of fun. That, that was a lot of fun, just the way that everybody got all dialed up. And, I mean, everybody was popping jokes and having a good time on that side. So it was really cool. I felt stupid there because there was a lot of historians so, and so I, there was a bunch of historians on set too. How's yeah? How about any like relatives or ancestors or? I think they're the interviewing them. Yeah, you know how when they do the cutaway and they do the interview thing, mm-hmm. um, they're still looking for people to do the interview parts. So I think that's what's holding a lot of this up because they want as much information on this out as possible. Yeah, because there was a lot of Loomis family out there, and, right? And, we were talking before we got on there. They're proud, you know, and they oh, should wait, be. Uh, well, I think I don't know they're... if they should be if they're proud of having gangsters for right. freaking relatives. But, it, you know, it makes for a cool story. It does. I think that's where the armored trucks come from. No, the Loomis trucks. Could I be. think they base it off that because I know that they, they, they used to rob trains. They used to rob trains. Because the Adirondack everybody. used to do the Loomis gang getting robbed shit back then and stuff. They still do. They do? Yeah. Cool. And what's the story? Like, they weren't allowed to come back home, the kids, unless they robbed somebody. Right, right. Like, the children, like, you know, going to school, they're like, listen, you don't come home unless you steal something, whether a pencil or some <laughs> eggs or something. You know, it was... Uh, the, Scumbags. Yeah, the, 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 the mother was, was a, who, play, who was played by uh, Lori Wolf, the, the producer and director's wife. She was so awesome, and she played like this mean asshole lady. You know, I was like, she's so she's so nice in real life, but she's playing. Hey, you know, we're gonna kill you for this type of deal. I was like, you but know? that's the story. The mom ran the whole organization, yes. right? Yeah, she was like the ringleader behind everything. Yeah, she did, was the backbone. Did they hang her too? I don't think so. See, this is where when I was on set, I was like, oh, man, because I felt stupid because, like I said, a lot of these people, like, they actually went after historians because they all had the uh, wardrobe anyways. Uh You know, they're like anybody that's in it. And I just wanted I just wanted to add this to my resume. Yeah, I was like, wicked cool. I'll have definitely cool stuff for my reel. And it's going to look great on my resume. So I did it. And that was um, that was my last unpaid gig. I, I'm not saying I wouldn't do unpaid gigs anymore if they're that cool. Yeah, if it's like a Scorsese flick so or something, awesome. right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if the premise is really, Spielberg. really cool. Um, my friend's, he wrote uh, like a screenplay thing. You know how those seven-minute short films are like huge now? Mm-hmm. Dude, it's so bad. I'm not going to give that one away. But it's going to be like some hillbilly, hills have eyes. Just kind of like rapish scary shit i'm like i'll do that that's why that's the main reason i don't want to do the uh, union thing because you can't do independent stuff anymore once you're in the screen actors guild yeah 
they cut you off. So, the Lewis Gang had millions of book, books written about him too, right? Yes, like thousands. Yes, I have one at my house. Do you? I read like the first chapter, and then I just got busy reading all these scripts and stuff like that, and trying to learn lines here and there. So, I didn't get through it yet. But it's I, I that's something I'm going to finish reading. And there's like four or five different like really good books about it. So yeah, these older old time historians on set were like, "What do you mean you don't know anything about this?" I'm like. Oh, I'm sorry. What's the time <laughs> frame of that era? 1952 or 1852. I'm 1852. Sorry. 1852 okay, so is when it was supposed to be shot at. Middle of the 1800s. Yeah. And then when did they all fall? Do you know? Uh, not long after that. Not long. No, because they went after they this Wilkins guy. This uh, he was like a sheriff or a deputy. This Wilkins guy. Everybody else folded to the to the Loomises. They all said, you know, because they were extorted. There were so many of them, and they said, listen, if you don't do this, we'll kill you. We'll do this. We'll do that. You know. So um, basically what happened was this Wilkins guy is like, fuck you guys. You're bad. And I'm going to, you know, so then they went after him. I don't know how it ends. Um, that's one of the things that I always like. I, I don't want to read the whole script. I like to read what I'm in because I want to I want it to be a movie, too. And you got to practice your stuff, too. Dude, it's so hard. Yeah. A lot of it is really difficult. Um, For instance, the uh, independent film that I did the other day. Um, it was for, it's for a senior thesis and these kids were legit. They had, they, you know, all their cues were right and their gear was right. But, uh, my very first take was, um, the camera, like, I don't know if people realize this, like, it's not like uh, studio shooting. Like when you're shooting, um, like a sitcom or something, you have a camera here, camera here, camera here. And when you're doing, um, motion picture film, it's one camera. So they just shoot it a million times. They'll shoot me and you, and they'll put it on you, and then they'll shoot you and me, and they'll put it on me, and they shoot me and you, put it on your feet, mm-hmm. and you got to go through the motions over and over and over. So I end up there, and they had already shot the scene like a week before, but now I'm the guy that they were talking to. So they were all talking to the pole when they were doing this stuff. So when I get there, all of a sudden the camera's just on me, and they're like, okay, you ready? Do your shit. So they're talking, and I'm like, line <laughs> so i did it but after like the second take i was just i was on point with it i had it all pretty memorized but it was just, it's just really scripts are, are, are a funny business because not everybody writes a script the same way either so you know where you where you are used to a normal script and then once you get your hands on something you're like this is kind of in the right format but then you're like do i really need to know what z says and chicken says you know and everybody else says it's like just practice I, your shit. <laughs> that's what I do. Yeah. It's like, dude, I'm just like, I just want to know. I just, what's my cue? When Z says shit, then I say, okay, that's what I do. <laughs> you know? And that's when you jump in, huh? Yep. So it's it's really fun. It's interesting. I don't know how far I want to take this. Uh-huh. Because it's, Do you have things booked in advance? No. I just get a call. You just, it's, I, it's all by like, calls. Like, uh, I'll get an email, and I usually get a couple a week. Um, and I, I, I've declined a lot of stuff um, just because I don't feel like I'm at the point where I'm capable of doing certain roles or if it doesn't pay enough, you know, that or time of... too. Cause you do own a business too, I do. <laughs> which we, we will talk about in a second. I do. That's another one of the hats you wear. I do. So I, it's, it's really how far do you want to take this thing? Um, and, and really it's like, cause I, I work with this, this nice young girl who's a, a casting agent and uh, she finds all the roles and stuff like that. So she'll hit me up with some stuff and, if I like it, I'll, I'll just say, all right, I'll do it. And, and you have to have your whole day free. It's you get there at five 30 in the morning. You might go home at two in the morning. Right. It's just like, Oh my gosh, what are we doing here? Yeah. 
you know, so they eat up a lot of time. They do, mm-hmm. but it's a lot of fun, you know. But it's so hard to make it in this industry, you yeah. know. It's like to, if you're going to think you're going to be the next Will Smith or Marky Mark, right? Get the hell out of here, exactly. But you it's good I mean? to network when you're sitting around, we, and that's exactly what you do. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're sitting around, and like you meet a million people, like, hey, what do you do? We're, you know, you know, and everybody just that's all you do. You network, and how are you finding gigs? What are you doing? This and that. Mm-hmm. And then I talk to a lot of the uh, people that are. Um, in the Screen Actors Guild, my friend Danielle Rose. Danielle, if you're watching, what's up, darling? She's so cool. Um, she gave me a lot of the pros and cons of it, and she's been in everything, War of the World. She just shot one with uh, Adam Sandler over the weekend out in Connecticut. So if you're willing to move and drive around and do stuff, yeah, then you could do you could you could make this a full time gig. You you know you could just be background extra and, and make eighty thousand dollars a year. Don't you feel though being in Utica now that things are starting to happen? Movie-wise, productions are coming to the area now. Don't you feel like Utica's so centrally located? Like, you drive to New York in three and a half, four hours. It doesn't matter. And, and get down there. And, I didn't and, want to do the Rochester thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, once you're there, it's like, shit, this only took two hours. It's only two hours. Yeah. Who cares? That's why I feel like Utica, and I tell this to the bands all the time, too. And Utica is centrally located where you can go make Utica home. Yep. Or you live in Herkimer. Right, or, you, right. you know, make the area home. And then just, you know, venture off here or venture off to, you know, drive three hours to Buffalo or drive right. two hours to Rochester or or uh, Toronto. Toronto's a couple hours away. <laughs> we got to bring your aunt on. Your yeah, aunt. you should come on. Come on. Why not? <laughs> she don't want to be on. <laughs> we do got to mention you brought your aunt. Into yeah, the we're going to go Christmas shopping after. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah, she's awesome. We yeah. do everything together. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's important. Family's so important. She's a huge proponent of upstate New York. And because she's heard me bitch about it for so many years about how there's no opportunities up here and this and that and everything else. There is if you look for it, but I could understand why so many people struggle up here. Yeah. You know, there's, I mean, the like we were talking on the way up here, how, what is it, Dunkin' Donuts or something, paying $12 an hour or something like that, which is good for a lot of people. But I'm just like, fuck that. That's a, it's a thankless job because, I mean, people coming in, like yelling in your face because your coffee's cold or anything else like that. It's, it's just, it's very hard to, to make a, a decent living up here. But, like, I, I feel like this should be coined, like, central wood or something like that because... This central New York right now is thriving with movie opportunities, and they're just bringing all sorts of people in here. What is it? One of the Baldwins lives in fucking Syracuse Danny, now? Not Danny Baldwin. Steven? No, not no, Steven. No, 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 no. Uh, Billy? No. He's got the radio show. Paul? I mean, the Dan- <laughs> He's got the... Um, no, I can't remember. He ha- he does have a radio show. Yeah, we're gonna somebody's gonna be yelling He's at us like, in a Yeah, I know. Right it's one of the Baldwins. It's one of the Baldwins. Is it Danny Baldwin? But or- they're from Syracuse. With their mom is from Syracuse, okay, and that's that's their roots. It's Carol Baldwin. If you ever see the Carol Baldwin Foundation, it's research for breast cancer, and okay. that has a lot to do with the Baldwin family, right? And uh, is it Danny Baldwin? It's it's gonna drive me crazy now. I, me too. But he has a local radio show in Syracuse. Yeah. it's a it's a ESPN uh, sports show yep. that he does on Galaxy, and he's been doing it for a couple of years Dude, now. And if you think about the, like the different like geography here too, mm-hmm. like. You could go in the Adirondacks and you have snow-capped mountains or the, the big pine trees mm-hmm. or you could have fields around here. And our cities are old, which mm-hmm. is cool. You know, we, we have a lot of really good reasons to be filming up here. Plus, we go through all four seasons, which my aunt loves all that, too. I do, too. You know what I mean? I do, but I get sick of it. Even though we didn't get a fall this year. when there was not, It was rain. Fall was nothing but rain. Yeah. But anyways, I like the the four seasons. But you're right. Winter can drag out a little winter's bit too long. Winter's too long. long. <laughs> it, you know, but yeah. If it was, if winter was two months, I'd be like, cool. But the, the thus reasons, like with the, the, the mental state one that I filmed, 
um, we had a hell of a time because there was a scene outside with uh, a kid pulling a hay wagon with a bunch of kids on it, and there was a shooter. Um, and uh, they come back, and I have to run out and grab my kid off the wagon and shit like that. But um, one day it was like dusky or uh, the overcast type of day, right? And uh, the next day it was sunny as hell. So they're like, well, we can't shoot this scene today. So we moved on to another one. The next day it snowed. So now I'm like, what are you guys going to do now? You know what I mean? And then the snow melted the next day. So, I mean, you really have to compete with the weather up here. Um, the one that they're filming here in Utica right now, they know that it's going to snow. So they're all they're familiar with what's going to happen with the snow and whatnot. But yeah, that's uh, we got a huge actor running around the town, and he's uh, really cool. You talked about him on. A, on I have mentioned it. him a couple of times now. <laughs> it's just, it, he's been here for a couple of weeks. Yeah, like two. two I weeks. just don't know as if I'm allowed to. Yeah, say I don't anything. want to get you in trouble. Bro. But um, he's wicked awesome. He's he's definitely really cool. Uh, everybody on the set was really cool, and uh, there's a uh, there's like one or two Utica dudes that have. Uh, I I was. Uh, I complimented them after because they had some significant camera footage where they, you know, came up to the camera acting like thugs and stuff. And it was his first time actually ever on a movie set. And I looked at him, I said, you don't even realize what just happened. He was, you know, very humbled about it. Didn't really realize that it was a big deal. I'm like, dude, people do this shit for years and never get called up on screen to be with an Oscar winner actor. Like you just did. He's like, word? I'm like, hell yeah. And that was his first time? First time ever. <laughs> first hour on the set ever in his life. And he's on the scene, you know, with this celebrity guy. And it was- uh, How cool is that, though? Wicked cool. I was very happy for this guy. I was a drug buyer in that scene. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? The whole time I was doing it, I was like, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, motherfuckers don't sell drugs like this here you know because they had like dudes like on the street where you walk up to them tap them you get sh- well, yeah, no, that's- you just walk into a fucking house and one knock on a door and slide your money up <laughs> yeah you know what i mean i'm like we don't do this kind of shit up here i just had the cop knock actually yeah. it's just like <laughs> yeah <laughs> the, the yep. go to the spot yep slide it through <laughs> hope you don't get bit by the dog did you tell them did you tell the producer that it's like nah. that's not how we do drug deals nah. here <laughs> i wasn't I, i'm not gonna critique their shit <laughs> to get kicked off the set real quick well, yeah. Do you have any preparation for that role? Uh, no, no, never. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I talked about the preparation. It doesn't work that way. That's how that's how we do it up here. Or somebody just fucking delivers it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'll meet you at Walmart. Yeah, bring it to my house. Who cares? Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. J.P. Miller in the house with us talking about all the great things happening in Unica movie-wise Dude. in the area. And then Liverpool, Rochester. I mean, yeah. right here in central New York, there's all this stuff going on. Yep. And there's going to be some... Featured movies, huge here, stuff. and the cool thing about shooting film in this area too is the architecture. Hell yeah! You know, there's like old school. I mean, for lack of a better term, it's rundown looking, uh-huh. very industrial type yeah. of thing. So if that's like the feel you're going for, this right. is the perfect area for that. It, it is. It really is. It's just everything about it. I mean, just look at our trees. We have a million, a million different kinds of trees. Mm-hmm. Everything but palm trees. Yes. So if you need to shoot anywhere up here, you, you could definitely do it. You wanted some palm tree or a, a pine tree, like Christmassy looking stuff. We got you. You know. Janelle's ch- checking in. She says she misses home. So big ups to Janelle. She's Thanks for tuning in. Pittsburgh. 
She's down in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Right on. If everybody could do us a favor, too, click the share button. Spread the word of the D and JP Miller from Deep Vapors. Mm-hmm. We got to talk about Deep Vapors. Let's I do feel it. like you guys have been doing, uh, we're going to switch it up a little bit. We're That's talking about cool. the movies. That's but cool. uh, Deep Vapors is your vape shop yep. over in Herkimer. Mm-hmm. Let's give the address over there 308 Mohawk Street. 308 Mohawk Street. You guys pop in tonight. Uh, anything you want, I'll take 25% off. Just, wow. just say you saw it on the D. There you go. Say you saw it on the D. I love uh, it. Sarah will be there till six o'clock. You need CBD, e-cigs, e-juice, anything. I'll take twenty five percent off. Or check this out. I've been doing this. Um, buy a fifty dollar gift certificate for somebody, somebody you love. I'll give you seventy five dollars worth of store credit. Damn. Right. Wow, that's yeah. a deal right yep, there. Yep. That is a deal. Mention the D. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. Promo code the D. <laughs> yep. if you will. Deep vapors. Go to Mohawk Street out there yeah. in, in Herkimer. And so the vapor thing right now, especially in New York State, has been uh, kind of in shambles. Oh, I, I, I feel like they, they, they so, don't know how to regulate it, but they're trying to figure out what to do with they, it. They and, and, stop just, it and they want to stop it. It's they For them, you got a couple of giant players. Mm-hmm. You have... The big tobacco industry, right? And you have the state of New York. Mm-hmm. The state of New York collects six dollars per pack of cigarettes. Because I looked into getting a tobacco license, a pack of cigarettes wholesales two bucks. You, you state minimal because they won't let you sell it for less than a minimal price is like four fifty, and then they throw a fucking six dollars sales tax on it. <laughs> so when I come in here and I say, "Listen, you could get all your your smoking like supplies for a whole month for twenty bucks," they're not happy with that. They're not getting their cut of it. So the FDA, who's got to have big tobacco in their pocket at this oh, point. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's no question. They want to well, They want to ban the flavors because of the jewel pods, these pre-filled pods. Now, we don't sell jewels. And I've always said any of these companies that are pre-filling a pod could put any shit that they want in it. Where most e-juice is propylene glycol, vegetable glycol, mm-hmm. food-grade flavoring, and nicotine if you want it. Well, who the fuck knows what these companies are putting in? But all the kids are getting their hands on the jewels because typically vape shocks are pretty strict with age regulation. Yeah. You know, we don't want kids in there fucking around. And then you get the whole, oh, the kid's doing tricks and shit. Yeah, they're 18 years old. They're allowed to do tricks. I don't care what you want to do, man. Fucking put your vape up your ass. I don't give a fuck when you leave. If you're 18 years old, I don't care. So they got like the vaping Olympics now. They do. They do. They do crazy tricks and it's cool. I mean, it's nothing. But most of my customers are over 35 years old. They're adults. Ain't nobody looking to do blow smoke o's or tornadoes or any shit like that. They just don't want to smoke anymore. Right. You know? So that's really what it boils down to. So then uh, Cuomo jumps on this bandwagon of he wants to ban flavors first. But, you know, this is where I'm not a huge fan of this guy because he's just crushing brick and mortars in New York because he's not regulating e-commerce. He's saying, I can move, a, you know, a state over get all the juice there and just ship it to your front fucking doorstep, but you can't walk into my shop and buy that flavor anymore. It's a, it's a ridiculous concept that they don't have their heads wrapped around. So I, uh, I went on KTV. Yeah. You did a little media tour. I saw. Oh yeah. Which is good. Well, well I got you know you what? It was, though, it was, it, I didn't really get in trouble. I no. got, uh, yeah, I got, I got, I put a target on my back. I went on KTV. Um, and, uh, the, who was that, uh, two pie guy, he came in my story, said, will you talk about this? I said, you know what? I had, And it was like my conscious. One side saying, do it. Go ahead. Get your point across. The other side saying, these guys are fucking scumbags. <laughs> Don't do it. And uh, I, I went with, uh, I, I trusted him and I looked at him square in the eyes. I said, you know, don't spin this on me. I'll talk about it. I'll give you some facts about 95% of my customers 
buy any flavor but tobacco. Nobody's buying tobacco flavors. They want tobacco. They're going to smoke cigarettes. Right. They distance themselves from smoking. So he doesn't take that. He runs some shit where I said, uh, well, if this happens and New York screws me, then I'll just move to Massachusetts and uh, and I'll run it. You know what I mean? So and uh, so then they went over and they interviewed the chief of police in Herkimer. And uh, this guy, you know, it, it, this is what irritated me was because he was should have been talking about restrictions. How are the kids getting them? Who, how are they getting their hands on them and who's supplying it to them, right? He talked about health risks. He knows no shit about this. And basically, the comment that made me so upset was he said, well, if he moves his business to Massachusetts, then he's still contributing to the problem of getting these kids harmful substances and getting them addicted to all these substances. And There's like, no proof that it's harmful. There's no proof that I'm getting kids any shit. Right. Like, why are you on the news saying that I'm giving shit to kids and I'm contributing to your, you know what? Be a better fucking parent if you don't want your kids doing this. And he singled you out. He's, you know, and, and the way KTV twisted it, why didn't you run him first? Oh, they ran it back to back. No, no, no. Why didn't you interview, put his interview first and then let me, you know, be the contradicting part to his whatever. So it really, really pissed me off. And I, I sent the Herkimer police a, a message on Facebook. And, and it was funny because uh, <laughs> the response was, instead of sending messages and quotes, why don't you come down here and talk like a man? Oh, wow. You know how I translate that? Mm. I translate that. You want fight? Yeah. <laughs> well, you, why don't you come down here and eat pavement? And then uh, we're going to slap like uh, some kind of uh, disturbing the peace and resisting arrest or whatever. You know what I mean? I'm like... Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. So I put a video out, and it was starting to go viral, and I said, I better pull this because I'm going to end up like uh, that Seth Rich guy when he was uh, talking shit about Hillary Clinton, you know, just fucking suicided or whatever, you know, botched robbery. Yeah. So I said, you know, I'm going to pull this interview. and uh, or, More like cement shoes. Right. Something Something's going to happen. So I, I pulled that off, and uh, but business has been a booming, and thank you, ladies and gentlemen, that have been uh, supporting the business Good. over all this. Yeah. Good. I mean, if they're going to ban it, stock up now. Well, that, that always goes with the saying that, you know, bad press is good press. It's all good press. You know, it's all good press. Yeah. It, it's exposure, no matter right. how it's twisted. And the biggest thing is people don't look at it. It's like, because they don't see it. And if I didn't, if I wanted to be up in people's faces about shit, when a, a daughter who's in her 30s brings her mom in, who has one of those bandanas on her head because she's been having chemo for fucking months, and she has cancer so badly from smoking, but still wants to smoke. And her kids are like, this is the only way you could. This is the only alternative that's 95 percent safer, at least, you know, um, people don't see this. They don't see their, their family members worrying about other people that have just been smoked for a long time. And it's clearly obvious that e-cigarettes are the lesser of the two evils, you know, I'm not sitting here telling you guys that they're 100 percent safe. I don't want my kids doing them. You know what I mean? I don't because if 20 years down the road, there's some shit that's going to happen. It's not going to be as bad as cigarettes, but it could be any little thing. I don't condone it for young people. They make it sound like you're handing out bath salt. Right. You know, or they'll spice or whatever. Right. And you don't have any of that, right? No, no. we don't do any shit like that. Nothing right. at all. Just CBD. CBD. And, and CBD, Which everybody. is changing the world right Cha now. Yeah. It really it's is. healing people. It is. On a daily basis, we're healing people. But, you know, it's it's once, you know, people all talk all this shit, but it's like, do you guys know anybody that's struggled with smoking? Because most smokers like to smoke. They don't want to quit smoking. They get cancer. They're like, fuck them. Now I'm going to die. Yeah. You know, and then 
My mother, for instance, died in July, had COPD so badly from smoking, smoked till the day she died. Uh, she was like, it's over. You know what I mean? Why quit now? You know? So that's really, it's like you people are, are, are hindering the health system, the, people's health. So it, it really drives me nuts when people start posting all this negative stuff to try to have this banned. Because then when you follow into suit, you don't think about shit like alcohol. Like, oh, the flavors are, are, are geared towards kids. Or, or, or cigarettes. Oh, yeah. Which we know causes cancer. Right. Well, the whole flavor situation. You know, it's like right. I was in the liquor store a couple months ago. I saw a cotton candy fucking liquor. Why are you allowed to sell cotton candy liquor, but I can't sell cotton candy Egypt? Right. Good point. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like this makes no sense at all that people just, uh, once they get a bug up their ass about something, you know, they go tribal. Right. It's just like politics. Like once you have your tribe, it's like, no, they can't be right about any issue. What about stepping in the middle and saying, you guys are dicks and you guys are dicks and I'm a free thinker. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's it, it's really just people don't want to be free thinkers anymore. It goes along, too, with when we had Larry Sharp in here, which yeah. thank you, by the way, for bringing oh, no Larry Sharp. That I'm day, disappointed which was great. he didn't win. Yeah, yeah seriously, <laughs> we all voted for him around here. But he brought up that New York State is nothing but old money. And yeah. cannot accept new money. Can't accept the whole, will not Smash think outside the box. Says. Right. And this is case in point right here. Mm -hmm. And that's why they're scared of the vapor industry. And they're right. scared, scared of blockchain and all this new technology trying to come into to, yeah. to New York. And they, they put a shutdown to it. Uber, look how, how long it's... How about Uber? <laughs> you got places Yellow Cab won't even go. Right. It's so ghetto. But those people that are living the ghetto, why can't they make a couple bucks legally? Right. You know, that's crazy. Old that's thinking, thing. old money, old politics. That's and that's it. the problem with New York State. That's it. That's exactly what it is. Well, the, And then a, a huge thing is, too, we're not teaching these kids because, you know, and I, and I struggle with this with uh, with schools um, and a lot of them lean on one side of the equation. And I struggle. It's like you're not creating free thinkers with these children anymore either. So basically we're indoctrinating them to be brainwashed into the same well, old we're brainwashing them just by this right here. No shit. You know? Yeah. This is why we're brainwashing. Like, ladies and gentlemen, think about all the, the real stuff. I watched a video on, on Facebook right before I got here, and they were talking about um, the, there was this white lady, and she's talking to these other people, and she goes, all right, anybody in this place that thinks that they would want to be treated like a black person, stand up. Ain't nobody stood up. No shit. You know what I mean? It's like it's time we all start thinking we do treat people certain ways. We do things a certain way. Mm -hmm. And I had a lot of faith in the younger generation saying, no, fuck this. But apparently they're not waking up and smelling the coffee and they're just following suit with it, too. Or they're not voting. It's one of those two things. Oh, get on the mic, would you? I'm trying to get your Anna mic. She wants to join the conversation She's a, so She bad. was a school teacher. And, and, CBD, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. See, well, CBD. Oh, the, she, my my aunt, my aunt wants me to elaborate on uh, all the good things for CBD. All right, well, anti-inflammation. First of all, what do you sell at your store? CBD. CBDZ, it's uh, sublingual, it's oral. You could just put it in your mouth, vape it, do it's, whatever you want. It, that's so. It, it's an oil thing, like yeah. a liquid, like a liquid CBD. No, I only have the CBD. I don't have the cream. Not there's not a high demand for the cream. That's uh, a lot of people will use the cream on like joints and whatnot. Well, my mom uses the she, CBD on, and and, it, and she loves it. She absolutely loves it. Hop on the mic. Hop on the mic. Nobody can hear you. We can't hear you either. <laughs> She's cracking me up. How is that helping people? 
I could. All right. She wants to know how the ones that I sell is helping people. Okay. Yeah, go through the whole CBD thing. Sure. Man. Absolutely. Sure. CBD. Uh, it's a cannabinoid. Um, it's non-psychoactive, mm-hmm. so it doesn't get you stoned. That's so the THC part of the That's the THC yes. part of it. Everything else that you experience when you smoke weed, you get that. You get the increase of appetite, uh, anti-anxiety. Um, it's good for anti-inflammation. I have people come in for fibromyalgia that use it. Mm-hmm. And the the most of the people that are buying it are not young people because they're probably still just smoking weed. They don't give a shit. Right. Um, they're probably 50 plus. Right. And I sell boatloads of it because our prices are way better than everybody else's prices when people uh buy cbd they typically are buying a 30 milliliter bottle which is about this size um and a 30 milliliter bottle um most places will sell it for about 40 bucks plus dude we're selling them for 18.99 wow cool dude we bought gallons and gallons because the only way to do stuff uh is to buy it in bulk. <laughs> <laughs> Will you please get on the mic? <laughs> is there a vapor form of it? Yes, there's a, the, va- the vapor. That? That's the only form I sell. She wants to there's a vapor form of it. The only form that I sell is the vapor. It's CBDZ. It's actually, you could put it under your tongue, which is what I do sublingually. I do about seven drops under What's my tongue. What's it taste like? We flavor it. You flavor it? Well, it usually it tastes like a little weedish. You know mm. what I mean? It still yeah. has that weed taste. But it's kind of gross too. It kind of tastes like you know, like if you ever like tried to uh, make like weed oil, like when you were a kid, like yep, out yep. of leaves. Tastes pretty much like that. Gotcha. Um, but then uh, we flavor it, whatever flavor you want. So Does I. It help with anxiety. It helps with anxiety. I was on Xanax for years. Really? Yeah. Um, and I was always, not anymore. No, no, I wouldn't. I've would never even because it's a barbiturate. I I hate big pharma. Me too. I think they're so fucking screwy. Me too. You know, that's why I like the iboga shit. Mm-hmm. Iboga? Iboga. The iboga plant. Yep. Yeah. So, like, I'm a big, I'm a huge proponent of anything that grows from the earth to, to you know. It's just, plant medicine. Dude. That's a, We preach that around here all the time. Dude, plant medicine. It can help go. you. It is the way to go. You know, and diet, too. Right. That's another thing that people, um, I, how old are you? You're older than me. A couple of years older than me. Uh, I'm in my 40s. Yeah, I'm 37, <laughs> okay. right? Um, I just realized, like, I don't know, about a year ago, I started being bloated. Like, also, I'm like, every other day, I'm like this big bloated bitch. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with my stomach? I can't drink milk, right? Oh, it's lactose. Dude. So then I start uh, looking into it, and I'm like, okay, so I could eat cheese. Cheese is kind of cool, you know? Then I got into ice cream. Same situation. So over the past year, I've really been experimenting with, you know, milk and stuff like that. They're poisoning us, dude. Like just the processing of oh, everything. we know that. Well, how about uh, what the what Monsanto. is Monsanto? What, what is it? gluten? Mm-hmm. Nobody had gluten Nobody allergies glu- twenty years ago. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? There was no such thing as gluten allergies twenty years ago. Uh-huh. But with all the GMOs and all this other shit, it's like, yeah, we're making exactly. You know, so vaccinations. And, yeah, and the modified and the steroids that we're putting in the animals. And, I know. And the clones, they're cloning right. chickens and pigs and all the other things. You know, it's a. You don't know what we're what they're putting in the food, and and that's the sad part about it. And now, why you see a lot of mental health issues? Ooh. Maybe I'm not saying that that stems, but I'm saying maybe it's got a little something how to do many, with it. How many of the the mass shooters are on some kind of prescriptions? All of them. All of them. All of them. All of them. Three hundred and seven mass shootings this year in the United States. Every single one, the common denominator, big farm. What? Some kind of pharmaceuticals. Some I thought kind it was of medication. The guns. I thought the guns are well, doing uh, it. No, it's not. That's, <laughs> we won't go down that route. 
because Canada they're too nice. That's a great question. Why? She asked, "How come there's no mass shootings in Canada?" And I'll That's tell you why. Because they're all stoned. All right, <laughs> they're all on weed because it's legal up there. Right, and they're friendly in Canada. Right. I love my Canadian neighbors. To so the do I. So I do love I. them, people. I'm a huge fan of them. Me I, too. I interview a lot of the, the fighters up there, and you know what? The first thing that you realize is the politeness right. out of them. It's like, man, you guys have respect. You're polite. You know, and that's a great point, Aunt, Aunt Marlene, right? Yeah. Aunt <laughs> that's Marlene. a great point about Canada. Canada, you never hear about a mass shooting in Canada ever, ever, ever. You won't be on camera. You won't be on camera. <laughs> Push the other one over to her. <laughs> right. There is a lot of guns up there, but no shooting. Gay, gay. Nobody can hear you. You don't have to be on camera. We can just hear you. Okay, but she does bring up a great point. She does. In Canada, there's never any problems. Is there a big pharmaceutical problem in Canada? Do we know of one? (sighs) No, no. The only thing they argue about in Canada is hockey. And who's better, Mario Lemieux or Grizzly Bears or Grizzly Bears? And that's a silly situation too. I saw it on Rogan where the uh, people in the city like made it so you can't shoot Grizzly Bears anymore. What'd you say? What do they argue about? (laughs) Grizzly bears. Because the people that live in these remote areas have to deal with giant bears. It's like, yeah, why can't you have these monsters rolling around? Y'all in Toronto. Yeah. You're not not getting eaten by bears. But but back to the whole thing of the politics and and the mass shootings and stuff like that. It's just, it's so bad. And and there is a big problem. Like, for one, what they're putting in our food. Two, everybody, the common denominator, like I mentioned before, is pharmaceuticals or some kind of medication that they're on that, that there's an issue there's a big issue right now and, and you know we need to like put big farm to an end in some way shape or form i know we're never going to be able to it's erase them. Olig- oligarchy that's what it is we don't run shit anymore but where you know? did it go wrong where did it go bad when did it get spun out of control I, and you can't blame one party or the no, other. No, you can't blame they're anybody. They're both complicit with each other. You, you think can't they're both blame not anybody. going out to it dinner? It happened way before Obama. It happened way before Bush and shit. You know, I think the whole... I'll you, tell you, what, in my opinion, where it went wrong, because I, I, typically I lean to the right um, on a lot of issues, but I won't say that I'm right anymore. After experiencing someone like Larry Sharp, you have to say, fuck these two parties. Right. You know, you have to say, this guy is just in the middle. But when I look at history and I see where did shit go wrong, now we give a lot of credit to Ronald Reagan for the economy and this, that, and everything. The war on drugs. But he sold us out to the war on drugs, mm-hmm. and he sold us out to the fucking banks. Mm-hmm. That's to the banks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 He sold us right out to the banks, so that's just... That's really where it boils down. It's money. Are you a big Netflix guy? Yeah. Have you been watching uh, Narcos Mexico? No. Get Too into much it. reading in that Narcos shit. Yeah, there is, but Ugh. you should get into it. This is really good because it's about the beginning of the Mexican cartel. Yeah. It has a lot to do with the United States politics and the DEA when the DEA first formed. and It's super. Dude, they're It's amazing. I mean, you got to read a little bit. Yeah. yeah, but come on. Uh, I wish I just <laughs> spoke Spanish. You sound like my girl. <laughs> She's like, I don't want to read some oh, read the whole thing. What did I watch the other day? Oh, Inglorious Bastards. Great movie. Too much reading. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Tarantino. You couldn't have just made it so, you know, we get it. They're in Germany. Just translate the shit for us. All yeah. right. You know, or French or whatever. It's like, but what a good movie that was, too. We went down the political rabbit hole today. I can't I, believe we it. We always I, do. I try not to. I it <laughs> doesn't matter because it's not like, because we're both the same. We're not sitting here saying. Def- I'm in the middle, man. I'm not defending the left. I'm not defending the right. right. There's, there's issues on the left, especially social issues, that I completely 
agree with. Yeah. I mean, look, dude, I'm the only buddy, the only person, only buddy, yeah, the only person <laughs> that I know that's ever fucking roasted the LGBTQ community, and I fucking locally. Well, uh, yeah, nah, there's I, been roasts you, out there. You think? Oh, absolutely. From straight dudes though. Uh, probably it's a scary situation like I, I mean jeff ross does it all the time well you had you had larry on <laughs> larry katroop yeah who was my checking home in a boy bit. i love larry and when he asked me to do it i was like i don't know about this because anybody could t- could have taken one of my clips out of content and just you know just yeah, spun me it the, on a, you a gay basher or whatever because well, that's a roast dude people got to understand it's a roast he told me he's like he gave me guidelines larry's like you can't say this you can't say this you oh really oh yeah i said i'm saying all that fucking shit i don't <laughs> set it up all in 10 times harder <laughs> i did i did it was funny we had a really really don't good tell time me what it. i can't say oh my god that would you know stand up comedy um because i i practiced for that that's a terrifying thing it, it really is. I didn't get heckled, um, and I think I could have handled anybody that was in the crowd anyways um, as far as, like, intellectually heckling them back or putting them in their place. But uh, stand-up, is, is it's a funny thing, dude. And especially when you're roasting, you know, the people that you really can't say shit about. Like, right now, I wouldn't say shit to them because I love them all, and I Who respect Who are you them. roasting, actually? Everybody. Larry Katroop was the main person. He was the main guy? Okay. Yeah, it was, his, it was the roast of Larry so, but, but you got to roast everybody on the dais and, oh and, my God. and in the crowd. And I, I murdered stuff. them. I murdered. And you know nice. what? It's um, Larry said it too. He said when he came out and he and he did like his whole MC thing. He says, "Listen, uh, you know, just take take for granted that none of these people are professional comedians." He goes, "Maybe JP Miller, but you know, everybody else is just completely." And they were good. They were good, but they obviously didn't. Um, put in as much time and work as, as I did on mine. And as I was sitting on the dais with these people not getting roasted, I'm like, you fools, you have no idea. Cause I told him, I said, I'm not going to do it unless I go either last or second, second to last. See, I'm not, I like gonna, going I'm not first. No way. I'm not warming them up, dude. I, I like going first. Oh, hell no. I like setting the bar. That's what we just you, did with my boy, Chuck. You I'm did like, it. I want to go first. And oh, they're like, really? all right. And then everybody got mad at me. Really? Because they didn't want to follow. <laughs> well, well, it's tough because you could ruin the set for everybody else, too. Yeah. You could just murder them. All. And I did. I mean, I was at, at some point um, like talking about cutting one dude, screwed him off, and sewing a <laughs> nut sack for this chick. And it was it was, it was an, a nutty situation. But we had fun with it, and they responded very well to it. Um, That's a roast. You got to have, you know. You know, you want to know how much cum Larry Katroop has? How much? A buttload. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Larry. That was a good one. <laughs> You're so shot. <laughs> but ro- we should put one together, man. I was thinking about doing another one. You want to be roasted? I already have been. Oh man! So I, don't I, don't, I, I mean, we'll do that. it again. I don't care, dude. How was it getting roasted? I loved it. It was. Were yeah. they brutal with you, though? Oh yeah, they were. Yeah, it was a brutal night. It was probably the funniest night of my I life. I don't know. I mean, I know people think that terrible shit about me, but I don't know if I want to hear it, though. Yeah, it, it takes a lot. I just kept drinking Jameson. And then by the <laughs> time I got up there, it was just like no holds barred. I kind of went off the script that I wrote out. I'll roast you. I don't mind. Everybody. I don't mind. You want to get roasted I, again? Yeah, for Let's sure. Roast chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's easy. <laughs> it is. <laughs> roasted chicken. But yeah, we're thinking about doing another roast for That'd sure. Be great. We got to find somebody. And it's always has, it has to be for charity, though. Oh, absolutely. It has to you be You know what charity. I did during this roast? was a brilliant idea. Larry's mother, um, Janelle, who was in Pittsburgh, that's Larry's mom, who said, hey. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. 
She, um, and that's why she's asking for Larry to buy her CBD oil. For oh Christmas. yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, she's awesome. She made a grave mistake of posting. I think it was Larry's seventh grade picture, mm-hmm. where he's like grunged out with his spiky hair, and he looks like such a fucking dork. <laughs> so what I did was immediately I had like twenty four hours to do this. I got a hold of my friend. I said, "Can you put this on a T shirt for me?" And she's like, "Yeah." So she put it on a T shirt. So I went up with like three piece suit on, and I started my set. And during the set. I was like, well, because everybody, you know, is a bunch of drag queens and drag kings. And I, and, and I had, like, fake mustache on and big glasses. I said, oh, I thought we are all supposed to be pretend today. You know what I mean? <laughs> I said, oh, fuck this. I'm J.P. Miller. And I took off all my shit, and I had this stupid, goofy fucking shirt of Larry on, right? I auctioned that shit off after. I gave all the proceeds to uh, breast cancer. It was, it, was a, it was a great time. And, it, you know, it was nice that people actually bid on it, too. So it was a good time. What was the charity for? Breast cancer. Breast cancer. I don't know what foundation it was. Oh, very cool. But Larry always does stuff. He, I, I don't think he collects a dime for any of the shit that he does, and he does so much for the community. He's a great promoter too. Oh my god, he he's, does some he's great an amazing events, dude. He really is. Yeah. Like it was, it was a really oh, a blessing to meet him because he's going to be one of my best friends for the rest of my life. He's nice. just really just genuinely awesome human being so larry love you brother sarah lynn lawrence is saying she wants to roast you oh god no (laughs) (laughs) No. that's the old lady she's down in deep vapors right now honey give out 25 percent discounts to anybody that mentions the d there you go i love it they come in and give you the d then uh (laughs) i don't know give them 50 <laughs> Promo code the D. I love it. Go to Deep Vapors. Give the address 308 Mohawk Street. Yes, sir. 308, 308 Mohawk Street in Herkimer. Yep. Go over to Deep Vapors. Right by Stewart's. Got a, you got a promo code if you mention Disruption Network today, yeah. and he'll give you a sweet discount. Mm-hmm. Sweet discount on CBD, and you do e juice. You also have clothes over there, too, right? Yeah, we got t shirts, hats, purses. Oh, the cutouts. Shit, the, I should have brought you a cutout. I really should have. What's a cutout? Uh, like the, you know those like uh, the stand ups of like Donald Trump and stuff like that. Okay. I have oh, those gotcha. of animals. I have like a seven foot grizzly bear standing up. There's uh, we we have something like seventy seven cutouts. And if you guys are looking for like weird Christmas present type of shit, we have a lot of the Disney princesses and stuff like that, which people will buy. But like I got like a silverback gorilla, dude. How cool is that? You know, we sell them for like fifteen bucks. Charlie Seeley, 15 fish. <laughs> 25 all. peppers. You get him on the show? No, I need to, though. I was at his house for uh, the Thanksgiving Eve. Uh, his, he does it every single year. I've, I've grown up with his boys. So I was up at his house on Thanksgiving Eve. I've been hitting Charlie up for podcasts for like over a year now. He just he's, I don't think he knows what a podcast is. Right, right. You know, I'm like, dude, I just want to just pick your fucking brain uh, right i just want to have a conversation with the guy Dude, he's awesome he's yeah. he's absolutely he's one of the most genuine generous everything about him is is absolutely good in nature he's you know i've seen him get a little pissed off and you'd be like all right you know but who doesn't you right. know and it's mainly because they're jerk offs you know what i mean <laughs> charlie is an amazing human being if you could get charlie on the show it would be a, a blessing i want to come on when charlie's on back in the day and he still has his infomercial out now but back in the day and he was i to me he's the original dude putting out infomercials oh yeah right i mean oh yeah growing up in the 80s and it, he was always on late night television yeah 25 well, peppers for this all the spots. 45 beans for this right. you come on down i'll take good care of you one night, 
I was working out in, uh, I think it was Rochester or Buffalo, and this is back 20, 20 plus years ago. And I'm staying in a hotel and turning through the stations, and boom, there he is in Buffalo. I, it was Buffalo. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, Charlie's all the way out Holy here, too. Shit. Like, he's everywhere. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Dude, he's and, amazing. I, uh, I, it was on my Facebook memories a couple days ago, like, top three people to, like, interview at one time or, like, all have together at one time. I would want Charlie Sealy, Mike Tyson, and Bill Murray all in the same room at the same time. That, How awesome wow, would that be? Wow, that's a good question, too. I you, like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, you know, you might want to throw Britney Spears in just because she's a fucking... <laughs> you need a female in there? Yeah, just because you got to throw a chick in there. But other than that, just Mike Tyson, just Mike and Charlie. Put Mike Tyson and Charlie Sealy together. Mike Tyson's a good one. Oh, I'd love to it. talk to Mike Tyson. Me too. Uh-huh. I would really love to talk to Mike Tyson. I would love to just like show up at a bar with Mike Tyson. You know what I mean? Just ain't nobody gonna say shit to you. Uh-huh. What are you, <laughs> you gonna say? Park rate and handicap. People might be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Genesee Joe was on the show last week and he asked me a question like, who would be your favorite person you'd ever want to interview? And I went with Derek Jeter, but today you know who I'm going with? I think I'm going to go with Vince Vaughn. Really? I would love to interview Vince Vaughn. Why? I don't know. Every day, and I told him, every day would probably be somebody different. Yeah. But he would be it, one. It's true. And Joe Rogan, too. I'd like to Dude, put Rogan yeah, on I know, that I know, but Rogan's so mainstream right now. It's like he's still so humble, but it's like we are ants. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah, like yeah. he knows that we all like really admire him and everything, but it's like he doesn't even read his comments anymore. You know why? Because he's fucking smart. Right. Because you, you, you know, can't. You can't. You, you know, can't. you can't read the, the dickhead talking shit. Comments they should change him. his name to Joe Podcast. They should. You know? He's, he's Joey the king. Podcast. He is. He's, he's absolutely like, People hear podcasts, it's the first thing they associate podcasts with is Joe Rogan. Right. You know? Right. Eddie Bravo had posted some shit about because they showed like the ratings on, I don't know if it was like iTunes or whatever. Whatever. And uh, his uh, the fight companion where him and uh, Eddie Bravo and uh, Brendan Schaub, they're all just sit there and get stoned and supposedly watch the fights. They barely watch the fights <laughs> and they talk shit about everything else. And it's the number one podcast ever. And he's like, he's like, if marketing knew this 20 years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, the, the TV industry is starting to pick up on the vulgarness. Yeah. You know, remember Married with Children was like the worst show on earth back then? Still one of my favorites. It's, it, yeah, but it's so mild compared to everything else nowadays. True. You know what I mean? When that was out, people are like, oh, it's so bad. You're going to go to hell for watching Married with Children. It's like, <laughs> eh, it still holds up to this day, though. Shit. Like yeah. comedy wise. Yeah. Well, uh, still hilarious. What's it? Joey Cherriani was on it. <laughs> was he? Yeah. He was like an extra. He played Vinny. Matt LeBlanc? Or, yeah, Matt LeBlanc. Oh, that's he, right. He played Kelly Bundy's boyfriend. Boy that's right. Yeah. That's right. I forgot funny. about that. He even did the look. You know, this is so funny. <laughs> Great show. But yeah, I mean, it's all changed so much. The whole He's changing the game. Rogan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Rogan's changing the game for sure. And like you said, now. TV's starting to pick up on it. Well, the country's become desensitized. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. We know what's going to happen now. People are going to say bad words. You know, it's like on cable. You watch Walking Dead. They're swearing, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, we, we don't care. We're just desensitized at this point. You're right. So it mm. is what it is. So that's all you people that got offended with my uh, my rebuttal video on KTV because I said a couple too many fuck words. <laughs> That's okay. Relax. <laughs> like you never heard it before. Yeah, yeah, I'm the first person that's ever said it 40 <laughs> times in 20 minutes or more. <laughs> oh, man. Always a great conversation with you, bro. I feel like you should do something around here. 
I should. I, I know. Like we what? talked about Clean it. Clean the windows or something? No. Like, <laughs> grab a mic and do your own show, bro. Do your own thing. Oh, Always good conversations with you, bro. I know. But it's, it's a, like, that's why I respect you because it's a lot of work getting your guests, making sure they're going to fucking show up. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a. And you know it's a grind it's a wicked grind it's a grind it's fun though i love it and you always want a better guest you know what i mean better than the next one but it's like yeah, what's a better tr- than the next you one? try to top They're yourself all awesome uh-huh you know yeah yeah hi hey hi frank that's oh that's, that's frank? my buddy frank someone popping in yeah of course i scared her earlier i said you know they're kind of in the ghetto <laughs> we are, i know we are i says don't <laughs> stare at anybody just look down keep and walk head, keep your head forward and just keep going she's like what do you mean that's she's like funny. did you bring a gun with you i'm like no oh stop it <laughs> before we get out of here though plug your uh your deep vapors yeah you have a website as well uh, no, just on Facebook. Just Facebook? Yeah. No, Deep Vapors, 308 Mohawk Street, Herkimer, New York. We'll be having great deals. Uh, I mentioned the uh, buy 50, get 75 uh, credit deal. Um, I know a lot of people don't want to start that high, so let's do something. Let's do, uh, you want to go in and buy a gift certificate for 25 bucks, I'll give you 30. Wow, that's awesome. No, 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 let's make it 35. 35. 35 or 25. Do I hear 40? 45, 50. <laughs> <laughs> we got all the e-juices, the CBD juices. I'll do, uh, on CBD, you want to pop in there? Um, I'll do, and I was, I, I already warned everybody we're raising the price on this. I, I do a two for 25 deal. Get your asses in. I'll get you 60 milliliters of CBD, 500 milligrams for 25 bucks. Come see us. And I'll just mention the D. I love it. Thank you, man. You're Appreciate welcome. it. Promo code. You know, anytime you have an event or any kind of sale, whatever, please use our platform. I will. I, I tell these people all the time, please use us. W- this is what Dude, we're here. You're we're here to pod- give out some information right you're now. You're the biggest podcast in upstate New York, by far. <laughs> yes, you are. Who's bigger than you? Who's bigger than you? Being all humble. No, no we stop it. Shucks. No, who's bigger than you? Nobody. I, no, you guys are the shit. You guys are the ones that have been killing it and doing it. For I, I don't look time. at it like that, man. I just do it. You I know. know I, I know you don't look at it like that. But me being a, a podcaster, I respect what you do because well, you guys you. have the grind. I mean, you got the D line. Um, what's the baseball one? The baseline, which is a matter of fact. Baseline. Thanks for mentioning it. They're going to do their a, um, MVP awards tonight. Yep. So they're they're coming on to yep. to do their baseball. You got thing Adeline killing it. Adeline's killing it. She's so gorgeous too. Ease beats and business. Adeline is. She's gorgeous. Speaking of Adeline, she's my guest tomorrow. Is she? Yeah, because we're gonna move her show to uh, Tuesday afternoon. So we're making that announcement. Not that I just mentioned it now, but she's gonna come on tomorrow. I haven't seen her in a while. She's been on vacation. She's been busy, man. Yeah, she's killing it. That woman kills. She married. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Of course. <laughs> gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. Um. Yeah. She's she's wicked sweet and nice. She girl. is, she's and she's so fun good. to hang out with. Like Adeline's that girl you can go drink beers with and mm-hmm. have a great time and laugh and right. You know, and she's just a great friend. Everybody that you have in this uh, production company is absolutely amazing. You know, they're, they're, true. It's you lucked out where you didn't just you know roll in with a couple of d bags because I worked with. Oh no, I did at first. Oh, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I did too. I did. I had a pretty successful podcast, but uh, my partner. Hmm. <laughs> That's for an off-air conversation <laughs> with both of us. But anyways, well, yeah. So, um, but you guys are doing awesome. Thank you, man. You, I no appreciate problem. the kind words, and no you problem. too. Keep killing it. Keep grinding. You got all these movie things going Something's on and stuff. Have, and dude, next year's gonna be fun. Yeah. <laughs> when not to when look they all start to. popping, and I'd like to get another fifteen in before. You know, 2019's over, so. We live a blessed life, man. We do. We do. I think my count my blessings and thank we everybody do. every day for this. Is This has been a great life yep. and, and looking forward to I'm continuing. thankful that I even have my aunt here that I'm going Christmas shopping with her. I'm, I'm 
Are you going to buy her something? She'll get a nice present. Ah, uh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> she's awesome. Glad we got to hear her voice because she's been throwing it over the shoulder. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't want to come on today. Nah. I can't blame her, though. Nah. But thanks so much, man. Um, Samantha Jean saying she loves you. Oh, uh-huh. love you too. And then uh, Rhett Denny says, let me do a podcast with you. Sure, man. Cool. Well, anybody want a podcast, just hit me up. I'll talk, whatever. Yeah. I don't care. What do you guys want to talk about? Exactly. I'll give you the mic. That's the best thing about <laughs> it, too, is just having this natural conversation. That's I don't it. prep. I don't write anything down, it's unless it's a big guest or, right. you know. But if right. we're just sitting here having a normal conversation with whoever, it's just, let's talk. Yeah, Tell me what you got script, going on. And, and it's usually the the good stuff comes out after the Half hour mark. Right. Then you start rolling into whatever, you know? Yeah. I like getting them drunk, too. <laughs> I was going to say, that's when the alcohol kicks in. Yeah, you get them shit-faced. They're like, uh, saying that's... all sorts of weird stuff. Indeed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Before we get out of here, I got to mention, tomorrow, Chicken and I are headed up to Nye Volkswagen in Rome. Their showroom is located at 5865 Taborg Road in Rome. And st- we're going to do this little segment up there with our boy Mike Sacco and his boys up there. We've got a really cool, interesting segment that we're going to do tomorrow right around noon 1230 so tune into the d for that there's another place doing a promo code with the d as well if you go into nye volkswagen and mention the d 250 dollars off any vehicle purchase that's some good chatter right there. that's pretty cool man it's like shaving off the tax nah not tax well a little bit you know know, that's a lot of oil changes and there you you go 250 bones that's that's a lot of fish it's a wear and tear (laughs) thanks charlie good bananas (laughs) over there (laughs) if you're interested in buying a, a Volkswagen. They got some really cool stuff. You can check out their inventory at nivdubofrome.com. Also, love and respect out to my man Eddie at EJA Moving Company, the professional movers. If you're looking to move and get out of move out of your house or move your office or move your business, whatever, call up Eddie today at 315-335-0516. He packs up all your stuff. He lifts all of your stuff. The guy's amazing. Stuff you don't want to do. You don't even have to do anything. You know all you have to do is people... point. You know, I want that. Put that in the truck, that over there. And Eddie's in all his boys are on top of it. And a lot of people don't realize that when they're moving, like uh, relocating for jobs and whatnot, a lot of businesses pay for this. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? So that's good. Call up Eddie. Call up Eddie. Eddie is your the stuff man. will be safe. And if you're online, hit him up at ejamoving.com. And yesterday we made the announcement we're celebrating our two-year anniversary here at the D. It's happening February 9th at Wakeley 700 Varick Street. My old stomping grounds at the electric company. Another EC reunion party, if you will. It's happening February 9th. I'm excited because we're bringing in Sophistafunk. You know Sophistafunk? No. A great band. Jack Brown was in here yesterday. Oh, that's that dude who was here yesterday? Incredible. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Great band, doing big things. They, what what they was the do... announcement he was going to make? I was uh, on set yesterday. That, this is it. That's it. I'm announcing it again. That's I'm going to be announcing awesome. it every day till February 9th awesome. of our anniversary party. Two-year anniversary at the D. And uh, Sophistafunk, Ease Beats, and Biz on hand. We're going to have food giveaways. We're going to do live podcasting. I'm and coming. Also, we're presenting the Disruption Awards. Ooh. we got a couple awards we're giving away. That's so. Awesome. And pretty soon on the website, we're going to put up our our, our viewer's choice awards. If Are they you like will. the Dundies? You ever watch The Office? <laughs> <laughs> they <laughs> do the Dundee Awards? The Dundee Awards? So funny. We should call these the Durr Awards oh, for the D. I Anyways, we're going to be putting up a poll up on our website really, really soon, and you guys can go in and vote, and we're going to give some love to our listeners, man. And uh, the people that have helped us out along the way. It's all going down at Wakely's February 9th, starting around 7 o'clock. Come celebrate two years of existence of the D, man. Can't believe it. It's been two years. It goes by like that, bro. I know, right? It goes by like that. Check out Sophistafunk, though, man. The great band. 
Awesome, awesome, awesome band. If everybody could do us a favor, too, click the share button, get the word out there of Deep Vapors, and help us spread the word of the D. You can also listen to this podcast and previous podcasts of EC Radio and all the content we have here on the D at disruptionnetwork.net. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to YouTube channel, follow us on Instagram and Twitter and Twitch, and we're pretty much on all the social media platforms, so it would help us out a lot. Give us a five-star rating on Apple iTunes podcast, please. That would be great. Me? I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you would, brother. No, you would. Anything for you. you I value off. our friendship, my friend. And and like I said, man, you got anything that goes on, please keep us in the loop. And if you want us to bitch at WKTV, we'll, we'll probably do that, too. <laughs> I sh- trust me. They're afraid of me. They uh, they actually, uh, before we close, they you know the talk at noon or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Um, they, they news said, talk. Yeah, news talk. They said, uh, will you come back after the band? They don't want me talking before they do the band. They want, they want my reaction reaction after they fuck my business over um i might do it everybody's warning me not to do it but it's gonna be the first they're gonna pull the plug Mm -hmm. they're gonna have to go to like the rainbow screen because i'm gonna call them all douchebags on the air i'm gonna call them what they are on the air so you twist shit you do this that so yeah they're gonna pull the plug so yeah fuck ktv (laughs) (laughs) we'll leave it on that note we'll see you tomorrow people you know what the hell you're listening to It's EC Radio. Never you mind what I'm making. You should spend some time taking a personal inventory of what you're doing for the betterment of society. EC Radio. Only on the D. So you just bought your dream home, and now it's time to move. Let's face it, nobody likes to move. All the packing, unpacking, lifting, upstairs, downstairs, and broken everything, including your back. Let the professionals at EJA Moving Company take all the stress and pain out of your move. Competitively priced moving. Relocation services, office moves, and complete packing and unpacking services. They work with everybody to make it simple and easy for you to move and relocate. Call EJA Moving Company at 315-335-0516. When it's time to relocate, have EJA Moving do all the work for you. Hit them up online, ejamoving.com. Hey, Disruption Network. This is Mike Sacco, the general manager at Nye Volkswagen of Rome. If you don't know me by name, it's only because you have not received the best deal. There's only one reason to leave Utica, and that's to come see me in Rome and get the best deal on your next new, pre-owned, or certified VW. Mention that you heard this ad from Disruption Network and receive $250 off your next vehicle purchase. You'll know why our customers say, I love my Nye VW. Come see us at 5865 Rome Taberg Road in Rome or visit us online at nivwofrome.com. The Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley was born when three top producing agents with over 25 years of combined experience selling real estate joined forces to take real estate to the next level. We practice with honesty, integrity, and the knowledge to help make the buying and selling process easy and stress-free for all of our clients. We pledge to always make our clients our top priority from start to finish and even after the house is closed. We will always be a valued resource for information and assistance for our buyers and sellers. Our customers over the years have become not only past clients, but great friends. As we join hands together as the Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley, we look forward to serving our clients and our community and making a positive difference. You can reach us at 315-601-9630 for all of your real estate needs. The Disruption Network is making moves. For upcoming events, news, interviews, and new daily programming, keep in the loop with us at disruptionnetwork.net. Like, follow, and subscribe to all our social media. And check out all our podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Get up on the D, disruptionnetwork.net. Only on the D!